This is the Pop Goes the Culture podcast, our box office report for Thursday, August the 23rd. We're out here at our Thursday home of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. We're at the Alamo Draft House in Springfield, Missouri. I am one of your hosts, Joey Mills, with... I guess I'm still just with Geek Dad. <laughs> to stop and think about the date. Not just. Well, things are changing. Oh. Joy's got in like addition to. Not, in, not, not, not taking anything off the plate, just adding more onto it, so... Yeah. I'm shocked. Yeah, yeah, he, does, he takes one thing JK. off and adds three more. Yeah. Right. Joining me today, we've got Kenny with Freedom Under Graphics and, and Jen with Alamo Draft House. And we are in the back half of the week. It's all downhill from here. So let's jump into a few headlines. First up, I feel like I got to pat us on the back. We called it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we all last it week is. decided that uh, Crazy Rich Asians was going to do gangbusters, and we were not wrong. It was the number one movie at the box office last weekend. Made over $26.5 million on the weekend. However, it did open in some theaters on Wednesday. So if you take a look at the five-day total, it actually brought in $34 million. Um, it had nice. kind of that brand awareness, title awareness based on the book. A lot of people love the book. Uh, and I felt like it had a sh- good marketing campaign. It had a strong buzz and good word of mouth going into it. And then if you look at the reviews, uh, there's not been a bad review of this movie of anybody that's seen it. Um, and then, of course, it has the, you know, the representation that it brings to the big screen, which got a lot of people supporting it. So uh, congratulations to everybody involved. Have you had a chance to check it out? Or? I watched it last night. And what you and, think? And uh, I watched it with my husband, and I loved it. We ordered, like, all the items on the on menu the, yeah. so that we could, like, fully In particular, the cookies. Ourselves. Yes, the cookies <laughs> were amazing. <laughs> and so I was super into it, and, and we were laughing, and it ended. And, and I was like, that was great. And he's like, yeah, it's okay. Oh. And and then he, you know, and I was so excited because I was like, he never wants to see a romantic comedy. Right. Uh-huh. And so it's because he, I only gave him the choice of that or Mamma Mia. Uh. And so <laughs> then uh, he was like, you know, maybe a little more comedy. A little less romantic. That is what comedy. I've heard. Really? People either are crazy yeah. about it or they're like, it's okay. I didn't hate it. I still like the movie, but everyone yeah. said I was expecting more comedy. It's his least favorite genre, but yeah. I mean, he proved himself to be a romantic by even going. So I still won. And he, <laughs> he just I went because he heard you selling the cookie will, last Josh, week. Josh, you were laughing through that whole movie. So <laughs> that happens to me, except it. just with going to watch plays at like Springfield Little Theater or Wanda oh, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, the wife's like, "That's my version uh, in our family." Yeah. Uh, I show them. I still will do anything, and I whatever. He, I'll go he watch. He does those. love the yeah the little theater as well. It's just it's the sell that you made on the cookies last week. So I decided. I to go know, along and he was it. like, "And what was in those cookies?" And I was like, "Magic." Like, don't eat them if you don't like them. Jeez. <laughs> the uh, laughter of small children. <laughs> <laughs> the Meg slid down a spot to number two. Made another $21 million, which brought that film up to over $300 million worldwide. So. I'm not going to lie. I really thought this was going to drop down to like $12 million or Me something. Me too. Yeah. I thought it so was going to drop hard. That's kind of impressive. Yep. <laughs> Maybe there's the comedy. They all <laughs> saw the Meg. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, they somehow capitalized on everybody expected it to suck, and they were still excited about it. Yeah, I think so. Plus, you know, it was still we're still in the middle of shark season. Was yeah, it the Sharknado was last yeah. weekend. So, yeah, yep. So that may help keep it up there as well. We'll see what happens this week. Uh, Mile twenty two opened at number three, making thirteen point seven million. That's kind of disappointing, I would think, for that film. The yeah. I don't know what their expectations were. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what they were expecting yeah. to open with, but 
feels like a little low probably mm. for them. I don't know. It does, but I didn't read anything super positive about it beforehand yeah, either. I so. haven't either. It kind of, for, yeah, it kind of slid under the radar for a Mark Wahlberg movie. It really it's usually did. Like, I didn't even know what it was until late. Yeah, not on YouTube, because, like, everything <laughs> well, I watch, it that's, where they, that's where they put it. their marketing money. Yeah. yeah. Apparently I was so. like, I get it. I want to see you. It's just going to take some time. Uh, Mission Impossible Fallout, still hanging around in the top five. It went to the number four spot, made another $10.8 million. So Tom Cruise is still nice. hanging strong. What was the big stunt in this one? Do you know? I forget. There's always a big stunt in every one of these. I don't remember. I watched it, and I wouldn't. A big stunt. There's, I mean, usually, it was there, just he, there's usually, in these Mission Impossible movies, he usually has, like, one stunt that he does where he does the stunt, and he kind of hangs his hat on, like, I just did this yeah. stunt for this Mission Impossible movie. Like, there's, like, the, I think there's some base jumping in one of them, or there's something, you know. Yeah, like, one of them, he's, like, the falling plane. out of an airplane. He's yeah. Is it sad that I watched this whole movie and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I, remember what I don't know. There's a plane maybe. <laughs> There's no time. <laughs> a lot of people were doing stuff. That's all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it just felt like the whole thing was, was stuff. all stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and making it into the top five. Opened at number five, making $10.4 million, which Our has favorite. to be uh, what Alpo. they paid to make the movie. <laughs> it was Alpha, <laughs> not Alpo, not an extended dog food commercial. Says you. <laughs> Opened at number five. It might be. I don't know. It was based on the diaries of the first man. I'll have to take <laughs> the some cave of that. diaries. I'll yes. have to take some of that $10 million and put it towards uh, spade and neutering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what they need to have the get your get your pet spayed and neutered message at the bottom of it. Yep. Uh, moving on, not in the top five. Kevin Spacey's latest film, Billionaire's Boys Club, took in six hundred eighteen dollars. Do you know how much I didn't I love leave that? any zeros off of that? I laughed out loud when I read that. Eighteen dollars <laughs> in eleven theaters last weekend. Uh, the film cost fifteen million to make, and it was made ahead of. <laughs> when the allegations uh, leveled against him were made public. So somebody, oh. unfortunately, some studio threw some money at it, and I'm sure they were watching their, and what an their investment title. get flushed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Billionaire's oh. Boys Club took in $618. Yeah. I haven't yeah. even seen a Yeah, it's all been it, I think it's one of those things where they released it on 11 theaters probably because there was something in a contract somewhere yeah, that said you had, had to, to give it. Yeah, to be contractual. Yeah. So they probably opened it up for a, a weekend on so many theaters and were like, and I'm like, please, and wasn't family and friends, please do that. Yeah. Those <laughs> exactly. yeah, those 11 theaters, let's see, if you divide that $618 <laughs> by 11, <laughs> they made about 60 bucks, a little less than 60 bucks each, so... <laughs> Yeah, that, that pays the guy. At the, that pays the guy at the concession stand. Well, no, depending on how long it takes, because that was open all week, and it won't pay somebody's salary for a no. weekend. So no, no, no. Ouch. On a Big similar ouch. yet different note, Sony Pictures has confirmed that it is releasing an untitled James Gunn directed film on November thirtieth. You might remember that James Gunn was fired by Disney during San Diego Comic Con weekend. They were actually. Whatever this movie is, they, Sony had a panel planned for, I think it was a Friday after Friday evening that James mm -hmm. Gunn was going to host. And then the Disney thing broke like earlier in the day on Friday. So he canceled everything and got out of town and went to go, you know, deal with the repercussions of the Disney firing. So Sony has said, yes, we're still releasing this movie. Um, We'll tell you what it is at some point down the road, but uh, we're still doing it. So Sony's still behind him. The funny thing is that, yeah, it's November 30th. They're saying it's a horror movie, which feels a little late in the season. Yeah. But, um, yeah. But they still haven't told us anything about it. So people are speculating now, you know, <laughs> what could it possibly be? But they're like, blah, 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 directed by... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I think that by like not 
moving ahead with things and acting like all I think it's almost making it worse worse yeah, yeah. like drawing attention I don't to think it. it was yeah it was something that definitely flew under my radar until you know the Disney and like if he's going I'm going and yeah yeah well in I mean it is November 30th so between what <laughs> happens with our government and between now and other then. things He'll be a forgotten memory by that point. <laughs> Every there, day. There will be some news yeah. between now and the 30th that will make us kind of forget about it. There will be oh, some yeah. news probably today that will make us forget. There was some news yesterday, but we'll yeah, skip that. For yeah. now. <laughs> this is a not different that podcast. podcast. <laughs> uh, but yes, it's going to be some sort of a horror movie. Um, so we'll see. James Gunn has done horror before and done really well with it. So that's, I mean, if you're interested in going to see in the movie, it may not be that bad. We don't know what it is, but if you're interested in it, go see it. Did you see yeah. the one he did uh, recently, the Belco experiment, where they're like in South America, and people like a building, Let's office building goes on lockdown, and oh, they have to kill people. Oh, I never people. saw it, but yeah. It I had heard. It's kind of a, kind of a horror title. thriller kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a James Gunn movie. So, I, yeah. you know, if you're into James Gunn movies, it's Yeah, could, I forgot all about that movie. movie. That looked cool. I never got to see it. Hopefully it comes out on Netflix or something. I'm sure it will. Uh, while we're talking Sony Pictures and horror movies, it feels like we got a theme for the day. Uh, the studio has picked up a horror movie pitch from the producers of A Quiet Place, which I still haven't seen, even though it's been on video for a few weeks. Yeah, they're probably like, really quiet. Yeah, that's, that's the problem. I can't watch it at home <laughs> yeah. because that's the least quiet place. Yeah, there's <laughs> no way I could watch it at my house. Uh, while they're keeping the story under wraps, I put quiet, but I just realized yeah. that could be a pun. So I'll no, I, I was like hoping you were going to no, go with no, it. No, no, <laughs> no. It is said to be in the same vein as some of the mid-90s, kind of that horror resurgence we had with movies like Scream and I Know What You Did Last Summer. So it sounds like that's the direction that whatever this new movie is, is going to take. Sony's kind of jumping in on the horror stuff yeah. or at least in this week's news so Sony's like make us some of that quiet place money <laughs> give, give us some of that we'll give you 15 million and you give us 150 back money <laughs> exactly because <laughs> that's what's happening it seems like with these horror films uh this week on social media continuing the theme uh blumhouse which has done a lot of horror films low budget big return horror films uh the head of the studio jason blum was asked by a fan on twitter i believe whether or not the studio would be interested in something like the failed Universal Studios, the Dark Universe films where they were going to reboot, you know, Frankenstein and Dracula and the mummy and all that. Yeah. And then Tom Cruise comes along and the mummy doesn't do so hot and the studio completely scraps all those plans. Um, Blum, of course, said yes with four <laughs> exclamation marks. <laughs> doesn't mean that Universal would ever go that route, but, however... Those properties, that whole concept is sitting abandoned currently. And uh, in his column on the pluses, uh, Blumhouse, the studio does have an existing and is pretty good as far as we can tell relationship with Universal. And Blumhouse does have existing relationships with some horror thriller, thriller genre directors like James Wan, who is doing Aquaman but came from horror, and with M. Night Shyamalan. So anything's possible if you get the right team assembled around some of those movies, maybe there's a chance they don't stink as bad as right. a Tom Cruise mummy movie did. Maybe yeah. not. Maybe not. I don't know. I haven't seen it, so yeah. I know I wasn't a big fan of the Frankenstein one they did or the I fell asleep in my chair watching that one. I remember the that. The mummy one? Yeah. Yeah, it can't have been that good. Then. I mean, it's a really comfortable chair, though. It might be. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so do you credit the chair more yeah, or Tom Cruise's movie yeah, more? It's, it's the chair. It does it to me every time. 
Speaking of Tom Cruise, we were at LibraryCon this past weekend. That episode's out now if you want to take a listen. Yes. This, I'm so sorry to miss that. This, uh, this news story got a pretty strong reaction from the crowd that was there for our panel. Um, oh, yeah. It seems that Warner Brothers and DC are courting Tom Cruise and his Jack Reacher and Mission Impossible director uh, Christopher McQuarrie. He's, uh, he's done two or three of those with Tom Cruise uh, for the Green Lantern Corps movie. They're talking about Tom Cruise as the Green Lantern. The sticking point appears to be that the studio wants Tom Cruise for this film, and then they want to kill him off at the end and then (laughs) pass the torch on to somebody that's younger and less expensive. And Tom Cruise says, no, if I do this, I want to be back for the sequels too. I want want that good DC Comics money. Yeah. Um, So they're working on that. The folks at LibraryCon weren't too keen on seeing Tom Cruise as a Green Lantern. (laughs) Me neither. That, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah, like my head isn't doesn't even fit at all. It, yeah, no. it's really. If, super if I weird. see another, if I do go to a Tom or a Tom Cruise, if I go see a Green Lantern movie or a Tom Cruise movie, I want yeah. it to be, uh, I don't know, somebody I don't really know. Same. And just rely on good story writing and good storytelling and just that you know, quit trying to. Hit your wagon to a celebrity to make your movie. I totally agree with that. I think it really kind of messes with the movie when, and then probably with the actor a little bit because then there's the expectation that they're kind of pigeonholed. Well, even so Ryan Reynolds, you know, in the first that's, one, yeah, yes, the movie wasn't that great and had all kinds of things, but you also, when I see Ryan Reynolds, I think of other characters that he's mm-hmm. been all the way back to Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza. Watch that right. show every so week. <laughs> yep. Yep. So you know with having Tom Cruise there, I'm, I'm just going to see Tom Risky Cruise. Business Tom Cruise, Tom Gun, Top Gun Tom Cruise, Jack Reacher Tom Cruise. What about the Outsiders Not Tom Cruise, though? Okay, <laughs> well, sometimes. Maybe if there's certain parts of the movie. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I just don't see him as being in the Green Lantern. I just no, no. that just well, and that's kind of the opposite real. of how Marvel has gone. I mean, they've taken actors who are well known, but weren't superstars. Yeah, and put them they in those roles. They somehow have made it work. I don't even know how. Uh, like outside of Robert Downey Jr., which kind of kicked off the whole thing. I mean, but yeah. at the time, he was not yeah, Robert he Downey was, Jr. He, he was, was struggling. He was a Robert bit. Downey Jr. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I didn't watch it and think. Oh my God! Less than zero guy. Right. Yeah. No. So I mean, and they've gone and found folks to plug into those roles. So yeah, I don't know, but DC and Warner Brothers are going to do what they're going to do, and we'll get what we get. And we just don't have let to watch Tom Cruise work on Mission Impossible Twenty Eight, and mm-hmm. yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> get, we'll somebody get somebody else to be a Green Lantern. <laughs> Uh, building on a story from last week, a couple of these announcements from the last day or two. Uh, Eva Longoria has been cast in the live-action Dora the Explorer movie. She's going to play Dora's mother, which I'm not a Dora the Explorer expert, but I don't remember Dora's mother having a big role on the cartoon. Me neither. It's been a day <laughs> or two Dora since I watched one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Boots. Uh, and Michael Pena from Ant-Man and the Wasp has been cast to play Dora's father, which yeah. I don't remember him at all. So yeah. yeah, me neither. But I really hope that Michael Pena. Gets, I, I hope he gives a us a. Role. I hope he gives us the backstory yeah. <laughs> in the beginning. Doing the, I'm back. Yeah, I've doing been, the speedy you know, talk like he does from trip. That'd be awesome. <laughs> okay, check this out, man. We got okay, and uh, <laughs> let's see. The word is that the film, because we weren't sure what to expect. Uh, apparently, others weren't either. So they've told us now that the film is going to be kind of inspired by the Goonies. Uh, it's going to be Dora and her cousin Diego and her monkey boots going on an adventure and some Incan ruins and Just it's going like to be kind Goonies. of a lot of booby trapped and you know kind of like I said Goonies kind the of Goonies style. Goonies means Laura Croft or something. 
It's a tall yeah, order. It's yeah, a it tall is. order. When you throw a name like that out there, yeah. Yeah, you better back it up. And finally, because the theme of the day appears to have been horror movies, it only makes sense that we end with this. To promote the upcoming Lionsgate movie Hellfest, which features a killer on the loose in a horror-themed theme park, CBS Films, which owns Lionsgate, and Six Flags are launching Fright Fest on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays from September 15th through Halloween, October 31st, at three of their parks. Uh, those parks are Six Flags Magic Mountain in Valencia, California, Six Flags Great Adventure in Jackson, New Jersey, and Six Flags Great America in Gurney, Illinois. So if there's a killer Not on the going loose, there. that's a good place for him to, to work his magic. Somebody's we will have Hellfest here. I, so. I know this is weird, but I've said this for a long time. I am so surprised as long as we've had these horror-themed, you know, like Hotel Terrors and different things like that. How there's not been a real murderer get in there and murder people because he could be killing people as people are walking through and they're like, oh my God, that looks so real. Which is exactly that movie, which is what the Hellfest movie is apparently. All right, so any would-be murderers out there. So hey, there's your, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for the tip. Planting seeds. (laughs) You're welcome. Will they take root? I hope not, but I'm really surprised with all the wackadoos that are out there. One of them didn't go, wait a minute. That's a good idea. Because they get in there and they're like, oh, man, look at that roller coaster. And then they forget about it. Yeah, I hope I hope it doesn't come out like some story. <laughs> oh, yeah, you listen to Pop Goes and Culture Podcast. There's this one guy on there. Court yeah. documents reveal. I'm yeah. like, no, 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 no. <laughs> well, you know, like you said, there's... There's people out there. There's no we telling what's going to happen after this movie. Thanks yeah, for there's the your tip. hotline call. Yeah, this Thanks the for the tip. <laughs> the hotline call is just heavy breathing, and I get <laughs> it. Oh, yeah, the guy's like, that's a great idea. Stay tuned. <laughs> We're totally going to do that. <laughs> I'm like, is it a copycat killing if I do it first before the movie's out? <laughs> You're like, la, 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 delete. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or save for evidence. Yeah. <laughs> New in theaters this week, the big release of the week is The Happy Time Murders, starring Melissa McCarthy and a bunch of Jim Henson-looking puppets. I can't wait puppets. to see this movie. I'm uh, glad you keep saying that, because I'm like, is anybody going to see this movie? Like, <laughs> I'm you know very intensely curious to see how it actually yeah, does. That is your job, is to watch it between yeah. now and next Wednesday oh, and report yeah. back. I am. I'm going to... I don't think the wife wants to go see it. Really? I can't imagine what? why not. <laughs> well, she's got that kind of humor, too. We she might have the slow jam station. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'll see if Odin wants to go. If not, I'll just go by myself. I don't care, but I want to see it. Yeah. Well, you'll I have keep the theater to yourself. Gonna tank. <laughs> I keep thinking it's going to tank, and then, you know, like... The Meg, it'll probably be like crazy successful. They're promoting the hell out of it. I've oh, heard sure. a lot of ton of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So they're trying to get people in and stressing. Don't take your don't kids. Don't bring your kids. Yeah. yeah this yeah. is, you know. So. This is not. Yeah. Yeah. I heard my stepson's talking about it the other night after I'd already gone to bed and I sent my husband a text that said, they are not watching that. They are absolutely not watching that. <laughs> not till they're 30. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. The theater will be just. A bunch of dudes and well, like college is back in session. They did. Yeah, they picked the date on purpose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. college is back in session, so that'll be. Hey, let's take the floor to go see a movie, kind of thing. Yep. Also out this week, the remake of Papillon, starring Charlie Hunnam and Rami Malek. Not sure who was clamoring for this, but Rami Malek isn't he? Uh, yeah, this is Freddie Mercury. Yeah, yeah, yeah it'll be, be somebody's passion project. 
I guess. Yeah. Like Somebody. if I ever get it and get big and I can get directing movies, I'm doing Papillon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because the first exactly. one, as great as it was, <laughs> I think I can do better. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck to you on that this weekend. Also out this weekend is AXL. We're going to call it Axel because why not? Yeah. Well, uh, about a robotic dog created by the military that befriends a kid. It's the same type of story we've seen before. Yeah. Little Iron Giant sounding kind of thing. Um, but it's kind of funny because you look at last week we had Alpha. We've got Axel this week. Next week, there's a movie, Pick of the Litter. All these dog movies coming out this last half of August. Do you know why they're doing that? No. Sunday's National Day of the Dog. It is. That could be part of it. Um, it's the dog Dogs days are- of summer. <laughs> yes. Oh. The rear end of August, which is why it's National Dog Day. Well, oh. good luck with that because they're not making much money off of these. Well, things. Alpo made <laughs> Alpo landed in the top five. <laughs> yeah, yeah Alpo did. It's yeah, well, right. there's ten million. Well, it's ten million dollars more than I have. So, <laughs> so good, good <laughs> on them, and only five million less than it cost. Yeah. So this week, because we're between conventions, our question of the week was, Kenny and I have been doing these conventions for a while now, and we see all kinds of cosplay, and you'll always find a Harley Quinn or five, and you'll always find a Deadpool or ten, and there's always Batmans and Wonder Womans and Superman and Spider-Man, but we were thinking, and our question on social media and our question to you this week is, Okay, we see all that stuff, but what is something that you never really see that you would love to see somebody just really nail as far as a cosplay? Jughead. Jughead? <laughs> From the yeah. old Archie comics? Yeah, I'm hoping okay. you would have to. <laughs> if not, it's just some dude in a letterman's jacket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And a crown on crown. his head. Yeah. Yeah. The crown uh, yeah. is what yeah sets him off. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking really hard about that, and I was like, if I could see anybody cosplay anyone... What would just make me fill Happy. me with joy? And then I thought of Jim from Jim and the Holograms. Oh, there you yeah. go. That'd yeah. be a good one. Yeah. They're but I couldn't back. think, you know, as far as any kind of mainstream uh, comic book character, I don't I don't know. Uh, you know, the, I, I think the ones that I read, which is like He-Man and Sugar and Spice. So if there was a Tila from <laughs> He-Man. <laughs> that would be good. That'd be, I've seen or a whole, I've seen a couple Tila's. Oh, yeah, a yeah? whole group of them. Yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. Now, last year I saw a Peter yep. Pan, and the kid, I don't 100% know if it was a girl or a guy, but they were they just had that pretty soft face, mm-hmm. you yep. know, so you could have been either one, but it didn't matter. But their skin was kind of like that real porcelain skin. Oh, and they wow. had the so they, they little, pulled it off. Like the, I don't know if they dyed their hair that color, but it did kind of have that kind of cartoon orangish, Peter Pan yeah. Yeah, oh, look wow. and the costume looked to be pretty handmade. And That's awesome. I, they kind of stopped in front of me as we were in the crowd, and I looked, and I was like, that made my con. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is a great costume. They're like, thanks. And it, just the nice. way it was done and how they looked, I was like, that was like, Actual Peter Pan was in front of me. I was like, "That was That's impressive." Cool. I don't know. Remember one year we went up. One year we went to Kansas City and we were there staying late for a show that evening. And there was a row in front of us of middle-aged women, you know, our age, but they were dressed as the different racers from Wreck It Ralph, all the oh, different candy-colored racers. That would yeah. be that awesome. was pretty funny. I did get a picture of them because they were yeah. like, it was like perfect. Like you could tell <laughs> it was it was fun. That would have yeah, that would have made my day too. So those are a couple choices. We got a bunch of different we had a whole discussion on this at library con the room kind of took over the microphone from us and we want to see this we want to see that so we've got a couple choices out there you can vote all week long in the poll uh, on twitter at 
PGTC podcast. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash pop goes the culture podcast. They're pinned right to the top of the page. So when you go there, the first thing you'll see as far as content goes is the poll. So go in and vote for our choices. You can, or you can uh, leave your suggestion with your own. We've had a few suggestions, not nearly as many as I thought. So we're still looking for some of those ideas that we haven't come up with yet. Um, or you can email us at popgoestheemail at gmail.com, or you can call that hotline. You and the serial killer can call mm-hmm. 417-986-7842, and we just <laughs> might use your recorded comments in an upcoming episode. Or as yeah, evidence. Or as evidence. <laughs> we <laughs> may be turning it over to the FBI. My sister's boyfriend commented commented for your little yep. sweet. I was like, what the hell, man? <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. My wife voted last week for uh, Pepe, the King Prawn. <laughs> that wasn't my pick, so... Family knows no loyalty when you throw the ball oh, up there. <laughs> None of my family, even my wife. I almost she's like, went with Pepe. Yeah. She's like, what would you vote for? I was like, blah, blah. She's like, no, I'm not going to vote for that one. I want to vote for that I'm like, I'm your husband. <laughs> I was like, give me your vote. She's like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm like, fine. Well, you can find links to all that and more on our website at www.pgtcpodcast.com. Let's talk a little bit about what you guys have coming up here over the next week or so. Again, full slate just about every day is get something I'm bringing a cot in <laughs> I'm surprised you don't have one already yeah. in the back or a hammock strung between like you know set up from between like a light and like the desk you have a pillow and blanket so it's just I one step at a time you could do the George Costanza and sleep under <laughs> your desk or yep. something no way I can find you uh, well tonight Thursday night uh, Talladega Nights movie party at 7pm yes uh, well, how are we? How are we celebrating Talladega Nights? In the oh, movie we party? got some racing flags. Uh, we got some. What else do we have? Poppers, maybe. I don't know. I just got super excited about the flags because they're perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I think we're gonna have a little crowd participation beforehand. So very good. Um. Yeah. People were excited about this one. Yeah. Oh, I love Talladega Nights. I watch it at least once a year, if not more. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just it's full of quotes. It's funny every time yeah on saturday you guys are going to have some guests out here at 2 p.m the league of women voters will be here at beginning at 2 p.m to register new voters so if you're not registered to vote and it just feels like an overwhelming intimidating ordeal to have to figure out how to get registered to vote it's not so bad there will be people here on site at the alamo that can help you get registered to vote Plus, uh, it's just fun here. So just, yeah, why not get registered in a movie theater? If you're going to register, it's yeah, a absolutely. story for the rest of your life. Tell the grandkids. I went to come see, <laughs> I came to see a movie and got registered to vote. I came to see Alpha and <laughs> got registered to vote. They're like, what? <laughs> no, back up. You came to see what? <laughs> and on Sunday, we've already mentioned one of these, but we'll start with the other first. You're doing an afternoon tea again at 2 p.m., this time with... Marie Antoinette. Yes. Which yes. is kind of a, I don't know. This movie didn't set well with me because of the anachronisms. Yeah. <laughs> it's like totally, some, some things are just out of place. And I know. And, and you know, I've, we've had the trailer out a lot and I'm just, it just reminds me like, no. But <laughs> yeah, some people like, absolutely love it. Yeah. Plenty <laughs> it's, of it's people of do because I think it's sold out. Yeah. It's one um, of those movies where it's like, you're either completely on board or yeah. it just takes you out of it. Yeah. I never can guess with our afternoon teas because there have been a couple <laughs> where I'm like. You were sure they were going to be a hit. Yeah. And, it wasn't. and then they weren't. Yeah. But, you know, what is a hit every time is the food. So for me, Absolutely. I'm like, just come for the food. Yes. Like, you'll, you don't even have to pay attention to the movie. <laughs> Plus, they bring it out to you at like regular intervals. So it's. 
it had me really into like those a nice types of movies tea. though so yeah yeah how many different is there four different four, four yeah different plates for yeah courses, there's so. um are we, and then we have a tea pairing with each right. there's a nice little dessert um yeah. is it cake Will you let them eat cake in the movie we theater? We will let them eat cake. Very good. Last month, it was this awesome key lime pie with this, like, crushed cornflake crust, and it was <laughs> unreal. They had a bunch of extras because nobody <laughs> came last month, and I was like, I'll just I'll, I'll take, take care of this. your hands. <laughs> yeah. Did you worry about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sunday is National Dog Day, so you will be showing Isle of Dogs Isle at of dogs. 5. With are you, prizes. Are you bringing back the Isle of Dogs menu as well? We're bringing back Trash Island Shake. Are you? Yes, uh. which is what I really, really wanted. I mean, the, the menu was good, but that shake right. is, I'm lobbying to have that on the menu Just all the all time. time. <laughs> like, how hard is it to keep Cocoa Puffs? Yeah. <laughs> and we already have all the candy. But yeah, we're going to have some, and we're donating, um, you know, uh, a bunch of money to the ASPCA on this one. Right. And then we have some really cool uh, action figures. I'm probably not supposed to talk about the prizes, but um, <laughs> like Wes Anderson, uh, authentic, like the dog action figures in the box. You don't even have to take them out. You can hang them up on your wall forever like <laughs> we did in my family. Um, and then headbands, Isle of Dog headbands, uh, big framed poster. So we'll have that. And then there's a Q&A with, with Wes oh, wow. uh, afterwards. So it's nice. pretty cool. Yeah, Sounds like it. That'll be a lot of fun. And then on Monday night, you're doing a couple different things Monday night. You're bringing back yeah. the Champagne Cinema. This time you're showing... Pretty in Pink. Pretty in Pink at 7 p.m. I was really worried having these two on the same night because of all the crossover. Because <laughs> of the crossover yeah. crowd. <laughs> I was like, this is probably something's going to suffer. And sure enough... Hard target. Is suffering? Sold or? like seven tickets. Oh, uh, well, you know. <laughs> you can go to Pretty in Pink yeah. at seven, and then you can just get up and move down to go see Hard Target at eight o'clock. Yep, you sure can. It was something if, we're if doing. If you choose to do so. If you, you know, Jean-Claude Van Damme is funny, if nothing else. And uh, But Champagne Cinema, something we started to do last month, is the ticket includes a complimentary pour of champagne. Yep. Plus, there's a dedicated drink, which is, uh, I'm sure, delicious. I'm guessing it's pink. Yeah. If I had to oh, guess. Oh, yeah. Guessed right. So. Is Hard Target the one with the bad mullet? Yes. Well, well the one. You say the one, but yeah. There's definitely a bad mullet in this one. Did you ever watch the Jean-Claude Van Damme stuff that he does on the, the Amazon, Amazon stuff? I've never had a chance to no. sit down and watch it. Dude, I've heard it it's is hilarious. hilarious. It's. I'd, I saw I he's like the, have to I saw he's like the Tostitos pitch man now or something too. Something like that. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Whatever. But hey. Th- this is like him as uh, a version of he, him. He's yeah. like the real him, and uh, he he acknowledges that he makes the movies and stuff like that. But in real life, he's a secret agent that goes and makes these movies because there's something going on that he has to... Like wherever oh, in Bangkok you know. or something. Nice, yeah. Yeah, nice. So he uses the movie as a thing to go do as this. An excuse okay, to that's be there. And good. Yeah. there are a couple parts in those that I laughed so hard <laughs> that I was crying. It was so... Because he takes himself seriously. Yeah. Right. But... In a comedic way, too, so okay. they're okay. hilarious. Get on board with that. I, the, I know there's a first season. I don't know if the second season has been started or whatever. Well, but didn't he do, before even that, didn't he do, like, a movie version of something like that where he was, like, at a bank that was being robbed or something and, like, 
and everybody's looking to him to stop it, and he's like, well, he's down on the ground. Like, what? What do you expect <laughs> well, me to do? I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I'm that's in like the first episode. Okay, because I thought there was like a whole movie about that. See, I could be wrong. I don't know. It's, his, he's kind of funny because like it all started, I think, with that train commercial he did, where like he's doing the splits between two trains yeah. or something. Yeah. Then people are like, this guy, this guy looks like he takes him seriously, but he absolutely doesn't. And so they started having fun and doing yeah, that that's, stuff. Yeah, that's what he needed to do. So yeah, that's what the, the whole laughed. series he is just about. Just sells him. It. Yeah. yeah, it's it's hilarious. Yeah. I love it. Well, good for him uh, yeah. and good for his uh, hair and wardrobe guy in this one because yeah, <laughs> all I remember from this movie. Is a bad mullet. Yeah, <laughs> bad mullet. Is a bad mullet. And let's see, on Wednesday night, an all-time classic, because you're still in the whole athletes and dreams yeah, and inspiration. Yeah, this is the one I. This is one I picked. The personally. bad news bears at seven o'clock. This is no remake. This, this is the original with the original with as Matthau it should be. It, yeah, yeah, that is a. Uh, if you've not seen the Bad News Bears on the big screen, I don't know that I ever did see it on the big screen. If you've not seen it on the big screen, you've got to come out here on Wednesday yeah. night and check it out. Yep. Yeah. Any love for you. the Bad News Bears at all? I love the Bad News Bears. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And so having coached a few youth sports now, I'm starting to feel <laughs> starting to oh, feel it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did some, some baseball, so... So that's what's going on here at the Alamo over the next week or so. For us coming up, uh, Friday night we'll be back out at Monk's Social Club at 504 West College Street, downtown Springfield, Missouri. We're upstairs in the Gypsy Lounge. It's just us and Kevin, the bartender. So come on up, grab some friends, head out. Uh, There's a bar, and there's us with microphones. And so (laughs) in in between, there's a whole lot of space for you to come in and have a good time with your friends. It's Friday night. Absolutely. Uh, That show starts at 830. So, again, it's not too late if you've got to pay a babysitter. And come on out and see us. And then on Saturday, after a short night's sleep, we are getting up way early in the morning. Uh, and Saturday, we are road tripping up to Warrensburg, Missouri, hosting, helping to host the Cosplay for Hope Walk. It is a pop culture convention style event and walk to raise awareness for mental health issues, suicide prevention. It's important, and we want to. Even if we have to get up, even if we have to leave town yeah. at four thirty to be there, it's important enough to, the gates to do open so. At nine. You yeah, and we got to set up before that. Yeah. <laughs> so the gates open at nine. The walk starts at eleven. It's going to be nice and warm and dry. The whole thing's supposed to wrap up by noon, so you should be able to wear whatever costume you want and not be too uncomfortable. You'll be home before the heat of the day really sets in. You can learn more about that on their Facebook page at facebook.com/slash/cosplayforhope. Come out and see us. We'll be in Warrensburg this Saturday. So if you're up in the KC, Warrensburg, even Columbia area, Jeff City, it's a great chance to to come out and say hello. And be sure to subscribe to Pop Goes the Culture podcast on your podcast player of choice so you'll know when those episodes and all new episodes and updates are available. While you're there, if you've enjoyed today's show or any of our weekly podcasts, do us a favor and leave a review. It just takes a second. You can click a certain number of stars. You can type something in, whatever you feel like doing. It does help us gain visibility. Even the one stars reviews help us gain visibility. We'll take. We em. hope we're, we hope we're better than that, but you know what? It still pops up. Uh, so we would appreciate if you do that, and you can tell us your thoughts on anything we talked about, what you think of the top stories, what you're going to go see at the theater this weekend. You can let us know if we use your suggestion. We will give you a shout out on an upcoming show. Again, you can hit us on Twitter at PGTC Podcast, Facebook.com/slash Pop Goes Culture Podcast email the hotline all that information is available at www.pgtcpodcast.com and where can they find the alamo draft house on social media 
Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Alamo Springmo. Alamo Springmo. That's the first place I look every week to see what's going on. So you can find everything I know on the Facebook page under the events. You can find everything that's coming up at the Alamo. It's a great resource to uh, to know what's coming up because I promise you, if you take a look at that, because I've already seen stuff for September popping up. Yeah. There, <laughs> you'll take. I've already seen people talking about stuff for September. They're September's planning to see. Bananas. So it is a great resource yeah. to yeah. use Friends to, uh, mine to sharing plan. stuff that they've seen that is coming up. <laughs> exactly. So uh, be sure to check them out on social media as well. And I think that's going to do it for this week. Anything anybody wants to get off their chest before we go? I just no, wish somebody laughing. would call the hotline is all. Uh, as long as it's <laughs> not <laughs> letting us know what you're going to be doing at the at the Six Flags. <laughs> <laughs> we really don't want to be subpoenaed and <laughs> called in to testify. So, Somebody just please call the hotline, please. <laughs> I talked to a whole room of people and asked every one of them to call the hotline and nobody's called it (laughs) you people come on killing me it's gathering dust it is sitting there good thing it's free think of it like a rotary phone like a black (laughs) yeah it's in a room with cobwebs and dust (laughs) it's a red phone or the old crank crank hold the thing (laughs) sarah (laughs) <laughs> Give me the pop goes the culture people. <laughs> I got to get off my chair. Get back to me. <laughs> Operator. All right. Well, that's going to be it for this week's show. We will catch you out at the theater for Pop Goes Culture Podcast and GeekDad.com. I've been Joey Mills. Kenny. Jen. And we are out of here. Have a good week. See you later. Later. See you.